0: Weston Kurt, welcome to the trap house. Thanks for having me, man. It's a yeah. cool spot. If you ever want to rent this room, let me know. Just just book it out on Airbnb. Yeah. I'm think I was that's actually what I was thinking. I was like this would be really
1: cool to get like a bunch of people to actually do videos and stuff mm-hmm. and just rent it out for the weekend. Do yeah. some
0: like vlog stuff, do some podcasts. I, I wouldn't rent it out for the weekend. I would rent it out during the week. During the week? Way, yeah, cuz it's way cheaper and okay. the, the weekends I would not say it's way cheaper, but you know, it's probably 30% cheaper.
1: Yeah. Well, I liked what you uh, saw what you posted the other day on how much more you're getting for rent Mm -hmm. on the short-term rental versus the long-term tenant. I was like,
0: it's cool
1: to see it, you know, on paper versus just speculating.
0: Yeah. There's, there's more effort going on right now than a long-term rental. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Shannon was here trimming trees, you know, some of the, some of the stuff the tenants are supposed to take care of, but you know, over here you got to do it yourself or you got to hire it out. So I'm in the phase right now. This is my very first Airbnb. Um, never done this before I'm in month three and I'm just trying to figure it out. So I feel like I'm, I'm getting it figured out and pretty soon my goal is to just shift this away from me mm-hmm. and delegate this to somebody else. So that way my fit, my vision can be on something else. Yeah. You know, if you're sitting here building your widget consistently, you're not building other widgets. Right. And other widgets can be, can be fruitful. If you're okay with just the fruit you're producing on your, on your widget, that's the definition of stalemate, if I've, if I've ever heard of it. You know? What are
1: some problems you had on this, like, starting the Airbnb out versus what you would face just traditionally, landlording? Um,
0: well, we've had the couch stabbed. We've had a tomcat piss all over the place. Oh, man. Um, we had a tree fall down during a stay. And it, it we're, like, on day 90 here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's an expense a lot of people don't think about is the, the furnishing aspect because mm-hmm. you own
0: the furniture. So. But I pull them out of flip houses. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't really have to buy a lot of the stuff. Um, you know, in this here, the studio, most of this stuff was bought. I think a table over there was – no, actually, that was bought too. Actually, I bought that from a friend. But uh, the majority of the stuff in just this little room right here was bought, if not all of it. But, you know, inside the house, the couches, the there's a dresser, there's a bed. The washer and dryer, the refrigerator—that's that, all just leftover stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, is it hard to prove
0: like if the tenant stabbed the couch? Yes. Is it, really? Yeah, it's a <laughs> whole bunch of this, and then you got to ask yourself: if you want the bad review for calling somebody out? Right. You know, if you're small stack on the reviews, one one bad review is going to just throw you the wrong way, and if you're trying to build a business, you kind of just have to hold your L. Right. So that's what I had to do. I just, I just, I'd rather instead of pissing somebody off, I'd rather just give them a good feedback, let them give me a good feedback, give them a subliminal fuck you, and. Yeah you know, go with there. I like it. So tell me about yourself, Weston, tell, tell the people uh, here on the, on the gram.
1: Yeah. So what, what do you want, where do you want me to start? I don't hey, care. just anywhere. Who am I? So i what you do. Yeah. So I'm a realtor. I live in Frisco, Texas. I've been doing real estate for about five years. Uh, I met Ryan, I cold called him trying to get him as a client. And that didn't really happen as a client, but we, found a way to have a mutually beneficial relationship elsewhere, which I think is pretty cool, you know? Um, and then, I don't know, done. I have went to Texas State. I, that's why I started doing real estate. I've sold cars. A lot of stuff in sales. I've never been on salary. Just always been.
0: On the grind.
1: Yeah. So, it's. Uh, I feel like it's starting to pay off pretty good, you know? But it's like at first, you, you just think about, man, I could have just took the safe route, been out on vacations with all my friends and having my, retirement built up and all these things but you know just focusing on like whatever you make keep putting it back and trying to grow it in some form of fashion and as long double, as you
0: double up double up mm-hmm. double up double up again yeah so tell us about your most major win that you've ever had in your in your in your realtor business the biggest win
1: biggest win i think there's like you have i don't know there's there's i feel like there's a few but the one of the i guess like maybe Five, the, the biggest kind of breakthrough I maybe had was just doing a bit like my first kind of bigger deal. Um, about I'd say a year, about a year ago, actually I closed this 142 acre track out in commerce, Texas. Um, and it was just these three guys that, you know, called me, found me online, something like that. And, um, I remember when they first reached out, I was like, I've had people before say, "Yeah, we're looking in the few million range," and then it's like you get your hopes up, and then it doesn't normally like it doesn't pan out, or it takes you know nine months for some you know to even hear from them again. And so then, you sold a hundred and thirty acre ranch at forty two hundred forty two. How much was the sales price?
0: It was at about nine hundred thousand, I'd say. And you got paid three percent. hmm So twenty seven thousand dollars to. Mm-hmm. be like how oh, I just pulled that out of out of my hat? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just play with numbers all day it's like oh yeah you, yeah you know the math better than i do I yeah like, uh.
1: <laughs> my <laughs> wife
0: called me on the other day she's like how did you figure that out so quick i was like what's college yeah <laughs> i don't know i learned that in third grade you know i don't know i just but anyway so you made twenty seven thousand dollars somewhere in
1: there i mean you have fees and all this other right broke. you gotta pay yeah. your broker out oh, and so you he's a nice guy you know he's, yeah. he's got his
0: hand out like hey yeah. son right here i'll tell you all his, this Once got you gotta buy, get my cut yeah you know?
1: He actually, and he too, he didn't, um, I I feel like I'm in a place that takes pretty fair cuts for what they provide. So I'm not like upset about it, but it's not like you walk away with a fool and then you got taxes. What, what percent does does your broker get? So EXP takes 20% up to whenever, until you pay him 16,000 out. Mm -hmm. And then, um, true West Realty Group, which is Sean's team that I'm on, takes a five.
0: So now
1: if he sends me like, say for example, I get a deal that he provides, um, then he takes a bigger cut. So right. I'm going to say you like, cause there's like a referral fee versus just the team fee. Right. But he stays pretty fair and he doesn't overcharge cause he wants to keep his agents. But then, you know, he's got to make sure
0: that he's not losing too much money on it. So well, it makes sense. Cause I, I have a data fee, you know, you're getting my data, right? Yeah. Well, when you hit a lick off that data, you got to pay the data fee. If you don't yeah. pay, if you don't pay the data fee, pretty soon the data just doesn't show up anymore. And you kind of yeah, need that to show up. So <laughs> It's really
1: funny too, because like so many agents complain about this. And I actually met this agent. Um, I think he was at Keller Williams. I met him at a bar in Frisco the other day. Yeah. Overheard him talking about doing real estate and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm at this, I'm, I'm finally, finally at the point to where I just want to be on my own. I was like, well, how long have you been doing real estate? He's let's like one well, year two. And I was like, let's pause real quick. Cause he's right.
0: Okay. Here. Yeah. I was trying to like, <laughs> 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 yeah, he's, let him Yeah, he's just doing his job. I love this. I love this house. It's sweet, man. I like it. All, right. All is right. That THC? No. It is nicotine. fuck's wrong with you, Weston? A lot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> we hot box this room. Oh, for real? The other night we did. Yeah. Just run the ozone or no. <laughs> no. just let the next people bitch about it and say, oh, I'm sorry. It was a tenant. My bad. <laughs> no. Anyways. All right. You were saying,
1: yeah. So, um, I, I just think a lot of agents complain about the fee they pay their broker, or whoever mm-hmm. they're with. Right. And I met this guy at a bar the other day. He worked for Keller Williams and he's like, you know, really talking about how he's, I'm at this point where I'm ready to kind of go on my own and I'm, He's talking. Like he's killing it and all stuff. And I was like, "Well, how long have you been in the business?" You know, two years. And I was like, "Where are you getting your deals from this year that you killed it so much on?" He's like, "Zillow leads." I was like, "Well, does your broker provide those?" Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Look, man, I don't want to like rain on your parade, but you know,
0: kind of need that. Think
1: guy. think about like where you're getting your deals and what's going to happen. Like, if, you know, you're talking about going to hundred percent commission brokerage and then, but you're getting absolutely nothing from them." I've been with I've been with those companies before. I've been with HomeSmart, and you pay you only pay five hundred dollars per transaction, which right. is great. I only joined them because I was coming back from Colorado, and I had a few deals with my family, and I was getting back to, into it full time. Yeah, um, and then I stayed there, and I just realized like if I'm going to build a career out of this, then I'm going to need some level of support. And I also, but I also don't want to be at a broker that's just charging an outrageous fee and then not pulling their weight. And I feel like that's a good I found a good place to you know
0: yeah so. On the investment side, I'm kind of like the the no broker guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there there was nobody looking over me the first couple of years, like this dude you're talking about. Like I I didn't have anybody sending me data. Mm-hmm. Like the guys that they don't work for me, but the guys that I call them on my team that I send them data, like they got to use the shit out of that. Like right. I, I got one guy, I actually got a handful of guys that you can tell they're hustling on that list because they're always calling me. They're like, "Hey, Ron, we got a deal." Hey, Ron, I think we got a deal. Hey, Ryan, we're working, I'm working on this deal. It's like, and then I got a bunch of people that don't even call that data and I'm about to have to just cut them off. And Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a big expense to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I kind of feel like the broker that's providing leads, you know, so therefore I need a cut of that um, or, you know, or a data fee. Yeah. But, I
1: mean... I think it's tough for them too because, like, I, I think that when you don't have anything to compare it to, like, when I first started and I was paying my fees, I didn't know anything about real estate whatsoever. And all you see is just what the broker's taking at the end. And you're kind of used to maybe working a part-time or full-time job to where you just kind of show up and they pay you. So you just look at their cut and you're like, what the hell? Then when I switched to 100% and it's, you know, Saturday night, you start to realize how much you don't know and you can't get a hold of anyone to help you through the contract. And then you just lose a deal because you want 100% of like nothing, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of my take on it. There might be a time where down the road, if you're competent enough, you could, 100%. well I,
0: yeah i mean that's but, the whole purpose of having a mentor you know mm-hmm. I, I mean i mentioned that before that a mentor you know can help you fill out a contract yeah uh, well in in the tough part
1: about that it may be different for like what you're in back like, on the mentorship side for me and sean it would be like it would just be tough because he's invested so much in me i wouldn't and he's cool with me like building my own team or doing my own thing but i feel like to just totally leave, leave it would just be like even if i'm good i would be totally good to do it i just feel like it yeah, I don't know. I'd be stabbing them in the back to some degree. Like we call that
0: Kool Aid. Yeah, it's company Kool Aid. I mean, have you, you ever like, worked? Like, you ever worked a W two job? Yeah. Uh, Not no. Really. I, I mean, well, I, technically, because
1: like when I was in college, I did part time jobs, which is W two tax. But yeah, but it, it wasn't like salary. I mean, it was like moving companies and. I mean, like
0: walking into a Starbucks. Are those Starbucks employees drinking the Kool Aid.
1: As far as like you like the Jonestown reference.
0: Yeah, I mean just are you are you are you drinking the Kool-Aid to stay around? Like when I worked for the Death Star, that Kool-Aid was super soaker one thousand down my fucking throat. Like drink this fucking Kool-Aid. And I just you know, just, just yeah. taking it, you know, and yeah. it's just like you didn't know no better. But when you start seeing your your broker cut, it's a little bit easier to see versus mm-hmm. your WC job where they, you know, you don't know you don't see the the accounting you don't see, see the what, yeah, you don't I see, see the saying, yeah. you don't see the millions and millions of dollars these Fortune 500 companies bring in and, mm-hmm. and reinvest. I mean, you just don't see that, or you, yeah. you don't really care to see it. But the, um, I mean, I, I get it. You know, the the broker wants his wants his cut. That's the whole point of having a brokerage, and that's his whole point for so for dumping his his brain into you, so he can right. go create new 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 mini me's. You know, mm-hmm. um, why do I send out data to my guys so I can have a mini me? Right. Um, you know, I can only be in one place at one time. And if I can, if I can have a hundred people doing what I do and bring them up, eventually they're going to, they're going to, they're going to leave. Just like you said, they're eventually going to go say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm good, bro. Thank you for everything you've done. Right. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a real hard conversation, isn't it?
1: No. I mean, I've seen people too that you like where Sean specifically, and I won't say names, but he, I've seen him help people and he's there and he's, you know what I mean? Like it, Everyone gets frustrated with everyone. I get that, but I've seen him like pour out to a lot of people, and then they come up with some reason that they he wronged them, and they're like, you know, they go yeah. out in flames, and it's like, I, that's something I don't really understand. But
0: well, I mean, it 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 takes all walks of life to make a world.
1: Yeah, fair so, enough. Your biggest win was. But I, just, I just think that would be um, tough on y'all's end if it's like you're given like I would struggle with trusting people in that regard because it's like man, like I feel like you get more people kind of do that and then stick
0: around and pay out good so well the thing is here's the key to this business is you make it so good where people don't want to leave I mean it's the honest to God truth hmm two brains are, are better than one a hundred brains are better than one you know and that's what a lot of these fortune 500 companies do they start stacking brains and think tanks and then you know they have their own masterminds in the company more kool-aid more kool-aid yeah. drink more kool-aid <laughs> yeah you know i mean i remember just being in think tanks at, at the death star and i mean i don't use that shit anymore i mean I, maybe the the skills the personal skills and stuff that i learned in there but you know now it's you know it's you're hunting yourself mm-hmm. you gotta hunt if you want to eat i mean y'all can see i'm overweight so clearly i'm getting <laughs> getting the hunt done, done. Yeah. but you know if you, if you want to eat in this business you just gotta hunt for sure and If you're not good at hunting, you're going to eventually get hunting or you're going to starve. And the people that starve have to go get jobs.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's the point we're in right now. At least in our field, I've seen a lot of people, you know, a lot of people leaving the business.
0: Yeah. I talked to a friend of mine um, last night that I haven't spoken to in probably, I don't know, five or eight years, grew up together. And um, I don't want to say too much on camera, but I, I kind of felt like, like he could do more, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And some people, you know, go out and make it happen, and some people really don't care to make it happen. For sure. Some people want to collect a monthly check or a weekly check. Go home, drink Modelo. Yeah. For the weekend, get up on Monday and go do it again. You know. For sure. But once you got that that feeling inside, you just can't get rid of it. The yeah, burning hard feeling. To shake. Um it'll be a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon and all of a sudden I'll start feeling anxious, like anxiety. Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling anxiety? Well, it's because there's shit that can be done. Like, why ain't this done? Why ain't that done? Right, it's a fucking weekend. Save it for Monday, you know? So I have that constant battle where I'm just trying to fight my anxiety just because there's so much things going on that could be continuously worked on. Yeah, it's hard to shut off. It's hard. It's very hard to shut it off,
1: and once especially you get, too because your phone's probably just blowing up. Like it's you can't even hardly get your mind off it because, right? Someone's calling you about something that.
0: But, you know, versus the the new guy that his phone don't ring. Yeah, how do you get your phone to ring? You got to network. Mm-hmm. You got to build your business break by break. Business card, another business card, another business card. You know, Hannah, my wife, she called me out. She's like. Can you just not give somebody a business card? I got them in my pocket right here. People make fun of me for wearing cargo shorts all the time, but I, I got a stack of business cards in my pocket at all times. That so way, here you go. You know, so break by break, um, you can you can build a business and you can build a successful one as long as you get better and better and better as as time progresses. I've probably said this a couple times. It's just like a batting cage. Mm-hmm. Wait for the pitch. Swing, miss. Swing, miss. Sp- struck out spinning. Miss, and then all of a sudden, you get a foul ball. Well, I've never hit the ball before. You hit it. It mm-hmm. just didn't go where you wanted. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're hitting it again. Foul ball again. But, you know, hey, what went down the right field line. And then you hit it again. Dings the foul ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, it's just consistent being in a batter's box and everything that's thrown at you is a pitch. A new person, it's a pitch. You talk to somebody brand new, it's a pitch. Somebody talks to you, it's a pitch. Your phone rings, it's a pitch. Are you swinging the bat? When my phone rings, it's the money line. I, I got I to gotta figure out how I can hit this ball out of the park. You know, Sometimes you get a single. Sometimes you get a home run. Sometimes you get a foul ball. Sometimes you strike out.
2: Like but that.
0: the key is to not strike out as much as you used to. I've struck out before. I've struck out with my words. I might have said something that I shouldn't have said. You know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you know, what if you threw that dart a little bit differently? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing is just is just learning. Um, you know, one of the great baseball players of our time right now is is, is uh, Mike Trout. Uh, what's the other guy up there in New New York? I, I don't really follow baseball. Aaron Judge. So Aaron Judge. Yes, yeah, so that's right. The difference between Aaron Judge and me is definitely plate appearances. How many times has he been to the plate? And where did he start? Pee-wee? junior high, right. high school, college. And then all of a sudden, he's in triple A ball or double A ball or single A ball all the way up to the bigs, you know? Plate appearance, batting cage, right. batting cage. I mean, that dude spent so many hours in the batting cage, it's ridiculous. But, you know, you put Aaron Judge in this room on this exact same topic, he ain't got nothing for me. Yeah. I'm smoking him. Yeah. Aaron Judge can't do what I do in real estate. But Aaron Judge can definitely correct that ball out of the stadium. Yeah. So what else? I need to see what the hell's going on on my phone here. Have you started a YouTube channel yet? No. Um, you going to? I, I say I haven't. I've got a personal YouTube that I throw a few videos on. Like There's some concerts that I've recorded over the years. There's a few little subject to nuggets that I've thrown out there. I don't really work on YouTube that much. Um, I probably should you should I think like most of the stuff you put out would
1: you don't even have to change it it's just it would just go on there well yeah
0: Urban, my uh, executive assistant that'll be part of his baby yeah is, is to get stuff on to like YouTube. the one
1: you did a video uh, it was like a it was almost like a vlog when you went to Panama I think it's like it'd be perfect for YouTube right there
0: yeah I that's some stuff that I want to I want to kind of throw some throw some time at or throw some effort at Mm-hmm. Um, you know when we start getting into the technology field bro I'm peewee baseball trying to swing the bat like I just don't know what I'm doing yeah you know so I've brought in some talented players that once they get off of certain projects are going to be getting on that I would say man beginning of next year you're going to see a little bit different from me once I get some stuff caught up get some vision I, I think that things are going are, are gonna to explode I, I was talking to Eron today if you don't know Eron Erone's uh, actually recording this video right now, but I was talking about talking to Erone about about different stuff, and I was telling him about e, Irvin, my my new executive assistant, and how Erone just thought he's like, dude, I feel like you're on the cusp of something big. I, I feel like I'm on the cusp. of something I
1: think you big. are too. Your videos are really different and they're produced well. I mean, it's I feel like you're doing all the right things. You know, only reason yeah. I say YouTube is it's just like the video's already made. All you gotta do is just. Put it there. It. Yeah, like that's that's what's hard for me on a lot of stuff that I'll do. Like I hate Instagram, I hate TikTok. I really don't like Facebook that much, but it's uh-huh. like I already made it. Like
0: I log into TikTok once a month.
1: Really, but your post it's getting posted like
0: every day. Right, I don't do it. Yeah, I don't do I don't publish videos. My team, you know, round and Sheik, they their their team publishes them all. Yeah, and um, I I literally have my hands off. I mean, the only thing I do is put this little microphone on, you know, build sets like this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as far as the actual video recording, the editing, the all that stuff, I ain't got time for it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I only po- – all, all I do on there is post and then record and stuff. And, um, but it's still I, – I would like to get someone to post, but I'll get there eventually.
0: Yeah, it, it, it takes money. Yeah. It really
1: does. Well, it's just like even on – like I've, I did it for a period of time, and I'm just like I, I could get a better return right now putting this somewhere else, and it's not that hard for me to post. I just simply don't like it,
0: you know, so – I want to challenge you over the course of 12 months to spend $50,000 on shit that you might not see a return on your investment. Okay. Like I bought a limousine. Why the fuck do you buy a limousine? Because pe- I want people to see me. Yeah. And I want people to know that that's my limousine. It's not just any limousine. It's the landlord. It's the it, landlord. It, it, it's Long-born. really Air Force. It's, it's not Air Force One. Do you have it's the Trap Trap force on it? One. No, I don't have okay. it. I don't have it. it, it it's trap force one, is what it is. <laughs> so, um, my limousine was twelve thousand five hundred dollars, and I luckily I did a cash out refi to, to pay for it, and I have a tenant paying for it. But that's still twelve thousand dollars that went into that, plus some repairs and some maintenance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, videography. How much do you spend on videography every month? We're at about between eight hundred to a thousand. Triple that. Quadruple that. Yeah. You, you, if you quadruple that, I'm not saying just throw money at it just to lose money, but beef up that effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think over the last 16 months how much I've spent on videography. Um, I went to Panama. Like I was, I was, I was at the airport with Hannah, and I said, "Remember when we go on vacation and we didn't have to take a camera crew?" <laughs> like. I mean it, it's kind of dumb. Do you like do you like it better or do you would you rather go without it? I will tell you like I told Sheikh. I can't afford not to pay you, Sheikh. Yeah, I can't afford but not do you, to but pay. But do you, you like enjoy it though? Love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm, it, I'm, it. It's the why I enjoy it is the fruits of my labor, the fruits of my expenses are fat. Yeah. You, I, I threw fifty to sixty thousand over a certain amount of time. I mean, it's, as the time progresses, it gets bigger. But let's just say fifty thousand dollars in one year disappeared from my bank account. Limousines, videography, travel, and it's just like, when am I going to hit my ROI? Does it stress you out? It did for a while. Yeah, but I had faith. I had a lot of faith in what I was doing. Once again, I'm back in that batter's that batting cage. Swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swinging a miss. Yeah. Do this. Um, change this up. A good friend of mine, Nick Perry, you know that name? Sounds very familiar. He, he's the guy that brought me to, uh, down to Panama to hang out with him. Okay. Uh, Nick. I met Nick in Houston um, after a speaking engagement. The speaking engagement cost, total cost for me, Salisa, my wife, was 6000 maybe $7,000. I met him in a speaking engagement. I paid twenty-five hundred dollars for twenty minutes of stage time and a microphone. I didn't have a presentation be- built because it was a last-minute, cheap. Hey, we got some, some vacancies. Some people canceled. Give us some money, and we'll give you a microphone. So I'm like, literally, on my iPad building a presentation real quick, and I'm like, let's, trying to listen to people, trying to take notes, but I'm really just building a presentation real quick for me the next right. day. But I went up there and killed it. Oh yeah. And what did that get? That got a lot of looks. The looks turn into friends. Friendships turn into trips to Panama. Trips to Panama with other people maybe gives a perception that you are doing doing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I would say part of that big sum of money that I spent on just me, the ROI is there. Yeah. You know? Do you
1: Do you have times where when you're kind of moving fast spending a lot of money on that kind of stuff and then you're not seeing the ROI like do you have times um, where you kind of slow down and then just kind of rethink the direction of things or do you just keep moving fast and then something works out like
0: yeah I mean if it's working you got to you got to improve it you still mm-hmm. got to look back I mean you know you're all saying if it if it's not broke why fix it right because it, it there's always something that could be better right um, I had an architectural teacher in high school, he would never hand out a hundred. Why can't I get a hundred? Yeah. Why is it always a 99? And he's like, you see these eraser marks? Cause I mean, I'm talking like real thin paper and drafting oh, yeah. and, you know, I got T squares and rulers. <laughs> he's, and he's ruling the special of pencils. The yeah. This is, I mean, this yeah. is 25 years ago and you know, I got all this drafting stuff that I've been doing in this class and the best grade you could get was a 99. And it's just like, he's like, dude, you, you use the eraser at least once and the eraser marks are going imp- to make the paper imp- imp- imperfect. So therefore your grade is imperfect. You know? So there's always some, I mean, even if yeah. you've got this beautiful set of plans that you hand wrote, I mean, I'm talking like lines and straight, I mean like right. beautiful blueprints that are on, on pen and paper or pencil and paper 99 because the computer can spit it out at hundred. Yeah. But you can't, you can't, you can't get, you can't be perfect. But
1: I'm saying, like, I guess, do you slow down on, like, for? I guess for me, like, I'll, I'll slow down on what I'm actually putting out and producing sometimes to kind of just. And it it, it sucks because it gives me that anxiety you're kind of talking about, where it's like I'm not doing shit, but at the same time, I don't just want to keep running fast in the wrong.
0: Well, if you're area. talking about videography, your, your your dog shit videos are going to get dog shit views. Right. You know, the really good the really good videos, will get more views. Mm-hmm. If I just look at this camera and say the word China. I'm gonna get more views. If I look at this camera and I start using minority countries like Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Panama, Costa Rica, you're gonna get more views. Yeah. Believe it or not, uh, China. If you mention China, you get more views. It's, it's dumb. Yeah. So you know, but at the end of the day, why why do I want your video? You watching my video if I'm talking about China when I'm sitting here talking about real estate? It, it's I mean, it can artificially hype up your, your videos. I mean, I guess it's not really artificial, I mean, because yeah. it's real true, but the shit that gets the big videos, if it doesn't pertain to your business, it, it wasn't really worth it, you know? Yeah. But, you know, spending money on me and building my brand was 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Alvin, uh, not Alvin, uh, Edwin, Edwin Calvo, really good friend of mine, he was a grimsman um, of mine, he, he said, Ryan, you got you to start doing content. Nah, bro. Nah. He's like, nah, bro. You got to start doing content. Months pass. Nah, bro. Ryan, dude, you got to do some content. You got to do some content. Nah, bro. But he just kept pushing on me. And finally... I uh, got to San, I was down in San Antonio and I sent him a text to Sheik and said, Hey, I'm having a a meeting at a restaurant. Would you come just just photo it? Just shoot photos. That's it. He's like, I'll do it for 400 bucks. Sweet. Okay. Come on over. We get there. It was at Papacito's and there was five people at a, at a table. And he was like, I thought we were doing an event. No? We brought his camera crew, and I was like, "I just wanted to talk to you." <laughs> so, if I got to pay you four hundred bucks to talk to you, I got to pay you four hundred bucks to talk yeah. to you. Um, I didn't have to pay him the four hundred bucks. He just snapped a few photos. They went by the waist. So I don't even know if they were ever sent to me. And I was like, "Sheik, I, I want to, I, I, I want to get some videos. I'm in Dallas. You're in San Antonio, and it's like I, I want to try it." And Sheik said, "I've heard, I've heard about you. That you're a man of your word." And uh, he said, I want 90 days. I want at least three months. Don't be the guy that just wants, you know, a few, a few videos and be done. Mm -hmm. He said, I want 90 days. You got to give me at least 90 days of your business and your money. if you want me to do this. And I said, done. And looking back, you know, I'm not going to say the amount, but it was a substantial amount. And it was faith. It was really, it was faith. Mm -hmm. Three months in, I could at the end of my 90 days, I could start to feel it. You know what I mean? I could start to feel the oven heat up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't blazing hot. it definitely wasn't ready to cook anything in it, but I could feel the temperature rising. Mm-hmm. You walk into a room everybody knows you. You walk into another room and you don't know anybody but everybody knows you. yeah and as as that grows, next thing you know you're speaking at conferences that you don't even know how to pronounce the name. Like I spoke at a conference the other day. I don't even know. It's something about Hispanics and realtors. And I'm white as fuck. Huh. You know? And it just starts to snowball. Yeah. It really does. It starts to sm- snowball. I mean, I, I just got a message from Donovan Ruffin. Hey, you want to attend a mastermind in, in, in Atlanta? On your birthday. Let me ask my wife. But yeah, I, I, I've never been to Atlanta, Georgia. I would love to go to Atlanta, Georgia with, with, with friends like Donovan Ruffin. You know who Donovan Ruffin is? Mm-hmm. You need to know who Donovan Ruffin is. Um... You know, I hope this shows up on the on the on the reels. But Donnie, he's the owner of Equity Cash Offer. He's the he is the textbook definition of what you want to be in this life, textbook to a T. He's a dad. He's a business owner. He don't give a fuck a lot of things on a lot of stuff that doesn't need to give a fuck, but he gives a fuck on the right things. Yeah, and that's relationships. That's employees. That's deals. And um, you know he. I'm, I'm I'm hesitant to use the M word, but I mean, there's no change. There's no exchange of monetary um, for my, for his services. It's more of let's do some deals. And that's how we we all get paid is through deals. But I, I want to use the, the M word, the M word um, mentor, but I really just want to use the, the, the F word friend, Nick Perry. Same thing. I, 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 I thought he was going to end up being maybe a mentor my problem is I fuck up mentors and they become friends. <laughs> and so there's never ever some exchange there. It's like, yeah, Ryan, you're good, bro. Like, let's just, let's just chill. Yeah. But different, different people give you different nuggets to, to, to better your business. For sure. You know, why, why is Donnie inviting me to Atlanta? Cause I bring value mm-hmm. and he, he wants that value brought for, for whoever the setting is. And I'll figure out more of that later, but it's kind of cool that Donnie, just just here, here invited me to go to Atlanta. It's awesome. Yeah. But Getting your name out there is kind of after you you built built some business brick by brick. You mm-hmm. need to go do a few wholesale deals. You need to go buy a few wholesale deals. Mm-hmm. You need to go exchange handshakes here and there. And then after you've done you've walked the walk a little bit, then it's okay to start talking about it a little bit more. Yeah, you know Celisa Rosario is. You're going to know who Celisa Rosario is today. Okay, Salisa so Rosari is one of my really, really good friends. She's one of my really good friends of my wife's. We travel together. We we go to meetups together. We go to paid seminars together. Is that the best thing that you know? When we travel to masterminds and stuff like that, and you're going to start seeing some ridiculous stuff from her starting probably today. Okay. So Salisa has started the walk. She's walked the walk. She's done deals. She's lost money. She's, she's made home runs. You name it, she's just about done it in the last two years. I think we've been working together for a little over two years now. And now it's time to get, get her name out there. Now it's time to blow up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. She, and um have picked up that contract for her. And you're going to start seeing her just come out swinging. And, um, you know, it, am I a subordinate to her? No. We share a common business. We share a couple of common businesses, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm no different than her. She just knows i got a tremendous amount more uh, cloud, I guess, a tremendous amount more experience. Mm-hmm. And I've rubbed off on her, and I can't wait to see what she does over the next two years to three years after she spent two years doing this. Yeah. You know, I want to challenge you Weston to kind of change your mindset up too. Okay. You know, you're, you're doing transactional stuff and how old are you? You're in your twenties, right? Yeah. I just turned 28. You just turned 28. So you're doing transactional stuff. What happens when the transactions stop? Your paycheck stops, right? Mm. I mean, what do you mean by that? That's just like assuming they stop, right? Like, well, I mean, you're getting referral business, you're getting repeat business.
1: To a degree, I mean, I have a I have a pretty good prospecting system like that I mean, even right now is a good example. Like there's a lot of people going out of the business and this is the most busy I've ever been. And there's a, a lot of, a lot of things that I've noticed and it's like, okay, at least like I know that this system works and I think it's as much as like yeah, if I turn the gas off, then we'll stop doing transactions, but like there's i i literally i just don't even think the way things are kind of moving and i've had it set up for the past three to five years like i i could probably turn the gas off for six months to a year and i'll still have this stuff coming in just based on what i don't know it's what's the they have let's say a rubber band effect people call it or whatever it is it's like yeah you know so
0: if if i removed your voice box how fucked would you be um, I'd, be, I mean, everybody's I'd be a bit fucked, fucked there. Yeah, yeah everybody's going to be fucked <laughs> yeah, up, but so, I'm just talking about the, the income streams. Yeah. If you remove my voice box right now, I could survive. Okay. I could survive. I have built such a base of recurring revenue that comes in like clockwork, most of it, so here we go, Yeah. that I could literally retire. So my challenge to you, Wes, and the realtor that has, who's... Who's on the come up? You're on the rise. I mean, if you're not, if you're not risen, mm-hmm. is to challenge you where your money works for you while you sleep. My grandfather taught me that at a young age. Yeah, you need to get your money working for you while you sleep. And then once you figure out how to get your money working for you while you sleep, I want you to figure out how to get my money working for you while you sleep. Yeah, how you can get some of your boss's money working for you, your friend, your mom, your your colleague, your prospect. Mm-hmm. How can you get their money working for you while you sleep?
1: Yeah. And I feel I feel like I'm on the path, right? Like I'm right now I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just getting to a point where I'm trying to make it work for me while I'm awake, you know? Yeah. So then I feel like once we get those 12, 15 hours, 16 hours, whatever it is, like, then we'll start. Like, I, I do want to get into the investing side, but like right now it's just so, I'm so focused on, because we've been in this kind of market since, um, I'd say at least 2020, you know, that's like, everyone can just kind of come in, you're going to do well. And a lot of the money that I've spent, I've, I've seen a lot of realtors when it was a boom in market. They may have sold more than me. And then they take that money they're, they're making white, from commission.
0: White Lexus, white Mercedes.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. And they, they, um, they put it into, I'll even go as far as saying they'll put that little commission they get from the one year into a flip house. Or a big and, job. Or boob jobs, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I, for, I shots wish,
1: fired, realtors. I, I wish there were more boob jobs than flip houses being yeah, yeah, bought, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is what it is, you know? It's, yeah. It's the world we live in, so... It, no, but like, it, and I'm not saying it's a bad move to go buy a flip house, but if I'm a realtor, and I'm trying to be a realtor full-time, I'd much rather take that and put it into software or getting VAs, kind of like what we've talked about, or... Whatever it is, it's going to grow my business because when this slows down, then there's going to be a lot of people like, shit, the Zillow leads aren't coming in like they were when the rates were 2%. Yeah, I got
0: you know? a better plan. This house we're sitting in, I paid seventy dollars mm-hmm. I wouldn't take 2735 dollars mm-hmm. You were saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you got to have some of that. You, you, I'm not saying turn your shit off. I'm just saying, well, it, bro, it, I guess, money, I guess bro. what I'm,
1: I guess what I'm saying is, and I have like, it's not like I'm just not preparing for like, I'm not putting it anywhere, but it's just like, I just, I feel like I'm at a phase to where I'm more focused on being active with it on what I'm trying to do. Cause I'm not, I'm just not at the point where it's like, if I go take a substantial amount of money and put it into real estate where I'm at, like that's going to limit what I'm actually is making me the income that I've been spending the last five years trying to get that consistent growing System income, and processes is what I you just, need right now. And uh, yeah, and I'm just in the phase of like growing that and, and getting it right before I start putting my mind on something else. Cause I, yeah. that's, I just don't like personally, it's like, I know if I had, like, I don't know, I know. And at some point you've got to kind of jump and say like, okay, I'm just going to start allocating focus and resources to this thing. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm definitely not fully there yet, but I do, I'm, I'm on
0: the, I feel like I'm on the way and I'm just, I don't know. Systems and processes mm-hmm. That's what you need. Do you have virtual assistants calling for you yet? Mm-hmm. How are they doing? Not, really as, good good. As, you. not as good as you. Be- I better. They're, they're better than you? Because of the consistency. Yeah. They're not burnt out. Right. They're, they're, they're built to do that shit. I, I don't get it. They don't get burnt out. You I can tell them, get them to it. fuck they're themselves. Like, they're going to go fuck themselves real quick and they'll be back on the next call. Be right back. Yeah. Let me go fuck myself. I will be right back. Yeah. And they go fuck themselves and they come right back and they hit. They just mm-hmm. keep doing it. They keep going. They're fucking machines. Yeah, right. they are. I mean, you know, I, I was talking in a different a different call or a different, um, different setting where we we employ some of the finest people from around the world. You know, we had the trap house superstar over here earlier up there cutting trees. He's from Micronesia. He's oh. really good at what he does. Yeah. Filipinos are really good at making phone calls.
1: They are. And, yeah, the-, and the thing about it too, right, is this is what I was kind of saying when it's, that's one of the examples I'm saying, like, try to get your money working for me when I'm awake. Like, that's one of the things it's like when I'm, so let's say for example, if I sat down to, what's today? Tuesday. Yeah. If I sit down Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then next Monday, Tuesday, whatever, and I do those calls myself, I'll be busy as shit next week. I'm going to have appointments nonstop. And when I'm in those appointments nonstop, I'm not going to have the time to make those calls, right? So right. The, the important thing is, like, so while I'm this. running around, there she's making more calls than I'm making, and then I'm coming back to see, okay, what's on the calendar? Follow-up call. After the follow-up call, then we got the just send the agreement out. But And it's just, like, Shit! This is so much easier than just running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I got to do my calls from nine to eleven. Now I
0: can't set appointments from nine to eleven. So I have a virtual assistant literally launch a Skype. That's her job. Is she's a cold caller, but she also launches a Skype. And mm. because she she's loyal. She does her job. She's proven herself. She's been around a while. Mm-hmm. So she launches a Skype, and I pay her to watch all the virtual assistants to make sure they're not sleeping. <laughs> And then she'll send me a recording when they're do- dozing off, and Just, then I, and then I got to go have the coaching session with like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, um, that's good. Irvin, our my newest virtual assistant. He, I don't even want to call him a virtual assistant. He's an executive assistant, but he is virtual. Um, his job is to coach up, coach him up, or coach him out. Mm. And I told him that. Yeah, like we got these virtual assistants that are falling asleep and are not doing their work. We need to coach them up or coach them out. Right. And we got one virtual assistant that she falls asleep a lot. She's real active in the church. And I just cut her hours back so she could get rested. Like, clearly this isn't working for you and you're really into the church. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you're off. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're working. That mm-hmm. way you can you can do all the church things and you're just going to work part-time over here. I don't want to lose somebody that's trained yeah. just because they can't stay awake.
1: Yeah, and you know what's like pretty interesting too is that – so I'm from Decatur, which is like a really small, conservative, predominantly white town.
0: They still have a tr- Miss Me sign for Trump up there, yeah. by the way. Miss Me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That kind of town. Um, so when I was I, – there was a period where I did real estate out there, and we have VAs calling people in Decatur. It doesn't go so it don't well. not work very well, But when it? you move to somewhere like Frisco where there's a – it's a very diverse city, right. Plano, McKinney, then – a lot of those challenges you face on the objections and then not being part of the culture go yeah. away because there's a lot of foreigners over there. So it's like, it's pretty cool to see that you just yeah. get, and based on location and where they're calling, you can kind of improve that too.
0: Frisco, Irving. Prosper. Prosper. Mm-hmm. Those are just, you know, I, they're just multinational nat- mm-hmm. there. You're going to have Indians there. You're going to have Bangladesh. You're going to have yeah just a big melting pot of people. And those guys are smart. Those are smart motherfuckers Very smart, over yeah. Very smart motherfuckers over mm-hmm. there, those places. And, um, you know, it, it takes all walks of life to make a world go around for sure. Mm-hmm. But that shit don't fly in Decatur, dude. You know, Bowie, Texas. Cold, cold yep. call Bowie, Texas with a virtual assistant with it has a little twang to their voice. I sold Click? <laughs> yeah, I sold my buddy a place in Bowie. But not too, I, I, back in 2020,
1: sold it and moved out. But yeah, Bowie it will not fly. Montague County? mm
0: there's a lot of dope cooking going on in monte county though. yeah and
1: the thing about the for- the foreigners too is like what's really cool is i like most of my clients are foreigners, like the vast majority and i every time I do a deal with them like different cultures different ethnicities you i feel like I learn something in negotiating like negotiation wise I feel like I pick something up because they are hardballers like they you know they will really wear people down and get get the most money out of things and you you pick something up like you know at least I do.
0: Well, that's awesome. That really is. I mean, yeah. you, you, you've got to learn to work with uh, with other other nationalities in this world. I mean, you go back to Decatur, roll it back to 20 years ago, go back to my hometown, Amarillo, 20 years ago. The mindset, I mean, I left 20 years ago, so that's why I have to say that. But the mindset over there, foreigners calling, calling on the landlines back in the day, click. Yeah. Yeah, just junk caller. Mm-hmm. There's the junk caller, you know, Grandpa says. And yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you, 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 the better your English, the more, the better, su- the more successful you're going to be if you're carpet bomb in the state to state of Texas. Like I am my, my sure. callers, their English is perfect. Yeah. Cause I don't hire them if their English isn't perfect or real close to it.
1: Yeah. I'm, and mine are pretty good too. I, cause again, like it's different when they're doing other tasks, but when they're calling people and then they're using my name, it's like, all right, like what, I make them send the voice recordings. I listen to them all. And then I look at how quickly they respond before I bring them on. Like if they're going to take forever to respond and they want the job, they're going to take way longer to respond when I need something done from them. You know?
0: So the ones that don't have the good English accents, they're still good people. Don't get me wrong. Those are the people that you just have them doing typing. Mm -hmm. Just they're doing data work. Yeah. Data entry, data entry, programming Mm -hmm. this, programming that, doing this, doing that. It's okay to have bad English. Yeah. But if you're customer facing, I need some really good English because I would hate to spend money on skip tracing, data, dialers, and then your salary only for you to suck because mm-hmm. your English sucks. I mean, why would I spend all that money if you suck, you know? That's one of the tough parts,
1: too, is is
0: with calling.
1: That's the most, at least from what I've ran into with VAs, that's been the most expensive one because they, they have a premium for the good English voice, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you run into the same thing, but it's like it's you, you have to pay more for for that but it's it's the most worth it one to me so it's the only one that it's like i'm getting
0: money back from this one for sure um like my my good virtual assistants are somewhere between six and eight dollars an hour Mm -hmm. when i say good i mean good english yeah and good with the american culture or at least they're trying you know But Mm -hmm. the ones that really are not good at american talking they're the ones that are pulling data they're the ones that are skipping data they're the ones that are sending data over to my team, and those guys we can be we can replace them pretty easy, and they're about four dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. I've got to go to the bathroom, guys. Let's take a break. Sip. Like I don't, if it. It, if mm. I don't care if it's my breath stinks. I don't care if it's because I wore the same shorts all week, dude. Like I don't give a fuck as long as you're talking about me.
1: Because here's the thing, right? Is like you have the, like I've, I've I'm under the assumption that like it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. I, me and my buddy spent three hours on the phone last night talking about uh, half of it. Literally, like Joel Osteen, perfect example. When he didn't let the homeless people into his church, his network went up. Well, one, oh, I bet. But you have all these people. Now, my, my mom, like, knows, like was friends with them growing up from Houston, knows yeah. them well. So I'm on, like, I've been to their church. I think he's a solid dude. I've heard a lot of good stories about him, giving back to the community, X, Y, Z. Like, you have all of these people, because I'd have these conversations in real life, and people would be like, what a piece of shit. Like, he's, you know, like, he's not letting people in. Everyone online commenting, like, probably, like, on their mom's fucking couch, like, fuck Joel Osteen, all this kind of stuff. um You can't, like, think about, like, Man, like, name someone who's done more good for more. There, look, Jesus. name name one. Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Name two. No, but okay, God. okay fair. Name three. Yeah. Moses. But like, I'm just looking at it like, all right, like, I my track record on like doing people right ain't nearly as good as Mister Osteen over right, here. Right, right, right. And the fact of like, it, it just let you let me know like, no matter what you do, how good of a life you live, how well you do by people half the people saying he's a piece of shit, like name one good thing they've done for Houston. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like name one thing they've done and he's done countless that nobody, they just, they're waiting for the time. That's like, but, but there's, I think that what I'm saying is there's a set amount of people always going to come at you no matter what you do, good, bad, whatever. They fucking hate you. They're going to fucking come at you. They want to tear apart everything you're doing. And then there's, and then there's a group of people that are just like, fuck. Yeah. Like I like this guy. And then when they hear someone like talking bad about him, same with Trump, same with, uh, Osteen, Mm. anyone like a public figure when the other, like it, it makes, it makes the people that support you sit back and think so they can come up with like a defense of like, why do I like this guy? And then it makes that kind of like why they like you deeper because it's like, you're forced to like, okay, should I be on the side of like, maybe he is a piece of shit or do I double down on my stance? And every time you go through those, it like the people that support you support you more because they just keep doubling down on like, yeah, you know.
0: I um, I I don't think that I have a lot of haters, to be honest. Dude, can with I you tell me. you a
1: story? i love to. I, it. I don't think you get like easily offended. I don't. I, I And I like knowing this isn't long form. You can cut it out if you don't. I like so. I went to a networking event in Addison, um, maybe six months back, and I met a guy who does a lot of flipping. And it was right after I met you, and I was like talking you up. I was like, you know, uh, I was like, I was pumped because I was like, this dude, like, I mean, you're a good guy to know. So I was like, you know. You bring up someone that's, Oh,
0: this is gonna be bad. I
1: can already oh yeah, it.
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that piece of shit guy. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's all right. Keep talking so, about me. You no know, yeah. That'll so deal.
1: so I'm talking to him and I bring your name up. I'm like, yo, you know, like Ryan Jackson, and he kind of like, you know. And I was Good. like, I was like, what's the face for? Like, you know, like because I had, I mean, you barely knew me. Yeah, I barely yeah. knew you, know? and, and you were hard on me, and I still was like, I like this guy. Like it yeah. was just like, you know, I had a reason that I probably could have found this. Like, man, guy's an asshole. Like, you know, said. Yeah. Like, but um, but anyways. He was like, I mean, like, he's, and I, let me preface by saying this guy probably doesn't do fucking a quarter of what you do, but he was like, yeah, he just, he thinks, like, highly of himself, Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's why I fucking like him. It's like, when you're gonna go out and go about shit, like, I like, the, to me, the biggest red flag is people that, like, act like they don't fuck with themselves or they don't wanna, What th- if you don't like yourself so much, why the fuck are you talking about yourself in every conversation? That's what most people do. And, like, but when someone, you know, when someone's better at it than you, they're always, ah. but, like, it was one of those examples of, like, I I heard him out because I didn't know you that well at the time. I was like, do you have any like reasons? Like, you fuck anybody over? Yeah, no. You do any-? He had no reasons. It was just that oh, he he kind of like he just made some shit. He up. does better. He does it better than me. <laughs> Ex- yeah, exactly. What, he just, he just and does and it like, than if, me. if you're one of those people that's sitting there ripping on people like that, I yeah. promise you, the person on the other side is going to sit there and say like, unless you give me a real reason, you're fucking jealous. <laughs>
0: that's what, like, you know the the one thing that I I I, I would like to get out here with, based on that is I don't do people dirty. Because if I did, my name would be trash. Yeah, but I will tell you this, and you're a living, breathing example of this. And this is a fault that I've had for a long, long time. Yeah. When you first meet me, you don't like me. I don't think that's a fault, though, dude. Like, I think that. But I, you give me ten minutes; it's a different story. For sure, I, but
1: and I also think that that people that get offended out the gate like that are people you don't want shit to do with, anyways. Like, like, because if they, like, I think there's a saying that's, that says it a lot better. It's like paraphrase, but like, I'd much rather people dislike me up front because we're going to be much closer over time. If you can get through that fucking storm, <laughs> The initial, yeah. like 'cause like, I, we're both kind of give that a lot of, you're more like, I think more so than me, Direct. but yeah. And I think more so even I'm, I'm more like that in my personal life than I am maybe on camera and for social media and shit. And you're just kind of the same on both. Yeah. You know? Um, see is what you get. yeah, but like in my personal life, I get a lot of that same shit too. Like a lot of people like don't like me, but like, mo- but again, most of my friends are people that I've been friends with for, since first grade. I don't really want to like spend the time to like, I've got a good group of people. I've got a great network. I've got like, you know, I'm not saying I'm not trying to keep growing, but I don't need, you know, I don't need to like thirst over people liking me and shit. So I'm very upfront, transparent. If we click, we're going to do business together. And I've got people like that. I send and we talk about it too, like clear title. I use clear title on fucking everything, like because they're good to me, and that they, like it's our relationship. I'm sure, right. I'm sure there's and you'll my pro- wife. yeah. There's better people maybe out there
0: that would do like, but they're second, they're not first. <laughs>
1: they're, yeah, right. But it's it's our relationship, right. and it's like it's like y'all have done at a time when um maybe I was having a hard time, or like when I y'all were there for me in a time when a lot of people weren't. So I owe it to you to like that relationship i'm just i'm a very loyal person in those regards yeah. but again you don't get that loyalty from people who like when if you if people just say slick shit that they like you up front and then it's just this kind of like game to play throughout that you're managing these relationships and shit like that like and i think we're all guilty of doing that at times like i certainly am like there's you know i had, I had a kind of tea in the road i faced within the past couple of years where i'm like all right look like a lot of these relationships aren't panning out long term it ain't them. <laughs> like it's got to do it's something. It's got to be you. It's got to be some shit I'm doing, and then it forces you to think, you know, like. But yeah, I, I mean, uh, with you, I think that that's why I liked you out the gate because you didn't hesitate to do shit. But then it's like, all right, like let's here's the test, right? Like you do video stuff. Would you be open to doing video stuff? We do video stuff. It's like okay, like if there's something semi mutually beneficial,
0: you know, like yeah, you, you can find value in anybody. If yeah, then we'll that.
1: let's find a way that works for both parties, and we'll work together and where we can, and like. Um, that works out then your your transparency um, not giving a fuck up front goes a long way because then when you say something positive that you mean it means something like whereas a lot of people that you know yes man, it's like mm.
0: i got a phone call yesterday and it was a cold caller and it was a rookie because the the, the reason why the way i know it's a rookie is cuz he's actually calling rookie non rookies don't call anymore mm-hmm. veterans don't call anymore they don't a veteran does d- does not get on the dialer anymore. I'm just saying they don't. Yeah. Especially a serious veteran because they, they don't have time for it. they got to yeah. have the people overseas doing it and stuff like that. But anyways, this guy Cole calls me and he says, hey, I was just calling about that house on Rose. Well, it's an Airbnb. I didn't say that. Like, what about it? I'll yeah. see what your plans for it. I, and I told him, I said, are you buying a computer? He says, yeah. I said, go to this website. I go www. And before I could say Airbnb.com forward slash H forward slash trap house on Rose, he goes, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. That's it. Like, are you serious? No, I'm good. Click, damn, dude. Click, and I literally sent him a text message, and I, um, I bet I could, I could bet I could pull it up real quick. It's kind of funny. Um, so he didn't even look up the. No, he he just said I'm good. Um, damn. Let me find this. While you're doing it. that,
1: that's why like it might be why we got along. Like when you said look, you know, like look me up or whatever, I looked you the fuck up. And I was like, well, it's going somewhere with it.
0: Like, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I really want to show you this. Uh, yeah, here it is. I I dropped him an album cover because he hung up on me. And I spent sent the laughing faces, and I said, You won't be you won't be in this business long like that. Get a VA, bro. <laughs> and he said, like. What? Going strong for three years, pal. Don't worry about me. And I said, send me your deals. But literally, I mean, if you're calling about a house <laughs> and all I want to do is just drive you to the website, because if you really want to buy this and, Airbnb, like, did you see it online? I don't know. where. I mean, you probably just pulled a list, bullet, but I just yeah. wanted him to see what he wanted to buy. If, you, yeah. if you're serious about buying the trap house on Rose, here it is. And
1: this tells you how short term a lot of these people are. Uh-huh. And, and, pushback because i know like we have you said like not i'm not on the roster being worked with or whatever but like let's put in perspective right i don't think in fucking this year next year i think in 5 10 20 30 years so let's say i'm sure that maybe someone on your roster and i'm not, I'm not banking on it either by the it way disappears whether they fuck up whether fall they or dead. We, fall they could die yeah they could fucking do family shit and say I'm not yeah, doing this I'm anymore. Retired.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure
1: I may not be one, two, three, but I might be seven on the list. Like you're on the, higher not, than that.
0: I might be queued up. You, you, you've actually you know, queued, like... you've queued up a little bit more since you've been in this call, been in this room. So okay. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, <laughs> I'll but take I, that. <laughs> so. I would just say that outside of partners, you would definitely be considered. Yeah, but. Also, you know, you go back to the clients that you have, you got to babysit them. Bro, there ain't no fucking babysitting over here, dude. Yeah. The only babysitting you're getting is, where's my fucking seller's disclosures? Yeah. You know, fill them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But, you know, I I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but people will love to hate you,
1: hate to love you. And and my point on that, too, is like that response and the interaction on the phone is fucking crazy to me. Because even even when you're like – there's been multiple times you're like no fucking shot. And I'm like, that's fine. But like what it's almost like the batting cage, it's relationships, dude, it's all relationships and batting cages. But like to me, even if I had suck shit on the phone, it's like, for example, that text been going strong three years, bro. One, like I feel like one, well, one, I have this, like I was raised in a real Christian home. So I had this like philosophy at least, or this like kind of like, uh, maybe it's, um, what do you call it? Like, uh, superstition. It's like, if I get that kind of ego, then God's going to come check me real quick. Like that's on a lot of things I do. So I I never have that tone. I don't feel like, um, I might think it, but I'm definitely not going to type it out and send it, you know, or I'm not going to say it on the phone. Um, but just like two is, is just like, you're bringing it up to me right now. You're probably going to tell me who it is off air. And then I'm going to know about this guy, and I'm going to know he's not as good as me. And it's like I just think about like where, are you, you, like for you, and, and you're different too because you're doing this all the time. If you're just a normal landlord and they respond like that, that's the fucking most entertaining shit of exciting shit of their day. They're going to go tell their wife. They're going to go tell their girl or yeah, their side chick. <laughs> no, I'm just they're going to go tell. Like,
0: well, I mean, I just dropped him an album and He's clearly cold calling people. You found a fucking buyer. They're,
1: they're not. They're not thinking about how their name's getting spread right you know and that that's the shit that's like i'm not gonna lie dude like when we talk about anxiety i get that shit every night like uh i interacted with a lot of people today some great some not so great i'm not thinking about the great ones i'm like man like i beat myself up over like fuck and not even of like on man i'm not like hard on myself as far as like oh i'm not perfect in this regard but it's more so like i need to figure out how to make these interactions go better because i don't want my name spreading too bad. Yeah, it's you gonna, don't want it to be money. Yeah, you
0: don't want you don't you don't want the money the water to be money.
1: Or if it's if it's getting spread bad, I want people to understand like, well, that's just that person talking crazy. Like that's not a reflection of me. That's them being jealous or envious or whatever the fuck it is. Like it's it's not like you know because yeah. I it's not um, at least if I'm if it's getting spread bad, it's not like something I did.
0: I guess. Yeah. Uh, so cut. Well, I think what we need to do here is I'm gonna text this guy. Here's the website I wanted you to see, so you could like, I just didn't actually see what you're buying. And now I'm going to force them to see it. Like, yeah, I'm forcing you to see it. Now you can't, you can't, you can't help. Dot com forward slash h Forward slash the trap house on Rose. Let me know if you want the trail rent rolls. If you are a wholesaler, I'm a buyer. Don't give up so easy. There you go. You know, one of the problems that I have, I guess, is I give too much feedback. Is it really a problem though? No, I'll be
1: honest, dude. Like with the first call we had, I was, I was like, I was, I was like, kind of pissed about it for a little bit. I never like said anything. I was, I, never let it come. I never let elder
0: l. You just held it.
1: I did, and, but I'll it. never. I never. I, at least I try not to let it come between a potential relationship or things coming. But, and now we're like good friends. Yeah. Well, another thing, too, is like it's good for me to get pissed like that. Like, I need to sit back and get mad at like shit I'm doing wrong and I need to reevaluate. If you didn't do that, I, I, I don't know if I'd have like full time VAs. I wouldn't force me to take the risk. And then, yeah. it, but it does come from like, I will say that you're in a place to where I did have to kind of get to know you a little bit because, like, and then understand that you're actually doing well because there's a lot of people that fake shit and there's a lot of people that give unsolicited advice yeah. and try to tell you to do this, this, and that. And I think the only, um, I won't say it's a problem that you get feedback. It does force me to think, but I think that sometimes with like, like we we do different things. Like the real estate shit is my career, and that's I take a risk to be self employed. I take that risk into like yeah. taking the earnings and putting it into podcast shit and my time, and it's all I'm already like leveraged on risk to pay. I've got bills and other shit, you know, yeah, like so. Um, but I think that sometimes, like you know, we do different things, but it's not bad to like you know sell. Like if you love what you're doing and you believe in what you're doing and you're doing well with it, and you you know, like with me, I, I see that over time, then it's going to be like, okay, well, like I trust what he's saying and I do need to think about this different.
0: That fucked up cold call that you called me on. Yeah. But you never Sorry. knew me. let talk about it. Was it profitable or was it not profitable? I'd say profitable. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not going to say it on camera, but there's been dollars in your pocket. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I saved yeah. your fucking ass. Yeah. And saved somebody else's fucking yeah, ass. Yeah, definitely made money on it. Yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I guess I can go ahead and say it. I, I don't want to say too much details, but. Um, he, you, you had a client that needed money pretty much and you had a client that got done dirty at the at the at the, at the finish line mm-hmm. and you needed somebody that they could perform and help help somebody out and you know I, I'm not gonna say any names but the, the problem was resolved and it just took a big big fat sh- wad of cash to take yeah. care of that and I, I was able to point you in the right direction which got your deal done it did which then got you a commission so yep. your your cold call Padded your wallet a little bit, padded your mentee's wallet a little bit, and also got, got a family a fucking house.
1: And, and <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the other thing, too, that, again, like that, I just don't think crosses a lot of people's minds, which blows my fucking mind. Like, it's, at least, it's like, if this is your career, you know? Like, that text, why it's so crazy to me is like, you, if you were owning multiple properties, you know, like I want to be on good standing with you. I sell properties. You may not list your shit with me, but you know people who do, you own a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. Your network is that like, and, and I'm kind of the same way, man. Like there's a lot of, I have mentees under me for realtors. Like I'm pretty good at that stuff. And I've got like, you know, like I, I don't know, man. Like you, you have to like shoot people straight and you have to watch it. Like they have to like take it right, you know? And if they don't take it right, they're not going to last long. Like that you have to like, take criticism right. I'm not saying that you have to feel good about it. Like you don't have to like love getting shit talked and, and yeah. getting kicked and shit. Like you're not supposed to like it, you know? Your network
0: but, is your net worth though. Yeah.
1: And and if you're if you build a network of people who just are yes men and or whatever and they don't they don't point out your blind spots and they don't like, you know, they're they're probably not gonna you probably need another network. Like you need people that are gonna check you all the fucking time. But it's not enjoyable. It's
0: not like it's not it, like hum- being humble <laughs> is not fun.
1: No. But I think it's a little more like fulfilling. It's a little more like long term gratification, which that's a whole other conversation. What we're missing in today's society, but like, yeah, it, it like the, it's it's almost like working out. You know, you don't want to go to the gym every day, but like it would make you healthier. Yeah, you don't want to get people fucking ripping you every day, but like, damn, you'll be better if they are.
0: Like, <laughs> I don't think you were here earlier, but the neighbor who didn't speak Spanish or didn't speak English, she came over and she started speaking in Spanish, and Irone was like, "So, to hablas español?" He speaks Spanish, and I go. I love Quito Espanol, Studio Espanol, and me a boy area. Yeah, you know, just a little bit of, of Spanglish. You know, just kind of right. And then it, she started yapping, and yeah, it shot down. But anyways, I, I got Diane on the phone, and she translated. But anyways, this lady, all she wanted was her trees trimmed, and she's two doors down, and all she wanted was just a little bit of tree trimming, not not a lot. And I already got my tree trimmer here. Yeah. And anyways, I go over there get Diane on the phone. Anyways, her son comes out. Make a long story short, she just needs her tree trimmed. And she wanted to know how much it would cost to get a tree shrimp. There's four cuts. Four or five. That's it. Five cuts and haul them out the front door or mm-hmm. out, the, out the gate. And um, this goes back to what you were saying about your image and stuff. The She wants to know how much it is. Well, it's nothing. That's it. It's free. Yeah. Because you're my neighbor. I live here. Here's my business card. Yeah. I buy trap houses. And I would like for you to just keep an extra set of eyes on this house. Yeah, dude. And it's just, you, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Yep. But at the end of the day, she knows I buy trap houses. And... Man, that goes such that goes so far today because there's it's
1: that shit is missing. Like there's not much yeah. of people like we're in such a myoptic society where everyone only thinks about themselves, what they get right. from it, this like immediate return. And again, I think a lot of that yeah. comes to like social media and, and people are getting programmed to get that like quick fix, serve
0: yeah. me. You my, know, my business card has made me over a hundred thousand bucks. Just that stupid I buy trap houses business card has made me at least a hundred thousand bucks. At least, I mean, I don't I don't know how much it really has made me, but. Minimum. You know the one thing that I missed out on is by by not having that relationship earlier because there's a couple houses mm-hmm. down the street that are trap houses that literally just got bought up. Yeah. That's a missed opportunity because I didn't get my name out there.
1: Let me ask you, like when you started doing like really putting yourself out there cuz it it's fairly recently, right? Like Yeah, about
0: 14 15 months ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Were really you um, were you were you ever like in your head about it? Were you ever like, fuck that, did I make the right move? Or like, do I look like worry about how you come off or anything? Or were you just full force like?
0: No, I mean, to be honest with you, I've been building a brand since I left the, the Death Star. When I got a job at uh, my broker dealer I won't name, I was a financial advisor, but when I first walked in the door, they told me you just gotta meet people. So my social media account, I didn't even have an Instagram at the time, I just had a, a Facebook, had about 200 to 300 friends. You know, high school friends, people yeah. at work, you know, it's just casual. Well, since I took that job, I went on an adding spree. Add, add, add add add, mm-hmm. add, 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 And next thing you know, people are adding me and then it just starts kind of ballooning where people all of a sudden want to add you and, yep. you know, friends of friends, friends of friends, and it's like, then you got to go back and it's like, you just went on an adding spree for the for the mere sake of an adding spree and then you got crazies on here. I got to get rid of this guy, right. this girl, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now scale it back. Let's get some free ones. And then you start improving your network. You know, Facebook only lets you have five thousand friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to defriend somebody that d- brings no fucking value, so that way I can add somebody like yourself that adds value.
1: Yeah, pretty sure you did too. Like I, I, I had to, yeah, because I tried um, to add you originally, and it was like, sorry, Ryan's maxed the fuck out on friends.
0: So then what I'll do is I'll I'll throw something out there that might be a little controversial, that or a little bit left or a little bit right or something that you that not everybody agrees with, and it, they they kind of just you post, fall, they fall off. What's the I've never seen you post left. I, I don't really post a lot of left. I mean there, there's some left that I you know that I, I don't want to get into, but you know sure. I, I agree with some of the left, but not very much. yeah I mean I'm more center center right than anything, but you don't talk about much politics on no because it pisses people off. Yeah. you know politics people and sometimes I can't help myself yeah, but I've come to the conclusion that both sides of the, of the fence are fucking idiots. Yeah you know did I vote for Donald Trump? Yes, twice Yeah. am I gonna vote for him again? I don't think so really. Yeah, he's got thirty-seven fucking felony charges. How the hell do you like? I got homies that got that have dipped on felonies. Yeah, but not thirty-seven of them. Yeah, I mean, see now I got the now I got the World Wide Web mad at me. Like, are you are you serious? You're not gonna vote for Trump? <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards DeSantis to be honest with you. I like I like, the, I like DeSantis. Remember, you I think th- I would vote Trump though. Well, do you want riots in the streets again? Do you Um, do you you want Black Lives Matter going fucking nuts? I don't.
1: I don't think it'll happen the same way. Like I'm. I'm friends with my my friend group is like extremely diverse, and seeing the reaction that you know, like literally, like people from the hood that used to fucking hate him
2: Mm -hmm.
1: now, like he's funny or like he's really grown on people after seeing what this kind of presidency has like done. Yeah, and what like you know what choose what how the best way to put it is like how taking an emotional stance on things can really fuck shit up in right. a short period of time. Right. Um, so I think that like, yeah, they're, again, there's, are still probably not happy about a lot of the shit he's doing, but I, I don't, I don't know that it would cause riots the way it did before. Personally, Donald Trump,
0: I do think DeSantis would be more digestible to a lot of people. He's more presidential. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is a pompous asshole. Who's a very smart man. He's ran business. He's done a lot of good things for this country, but there's certain things that I don't necessarily agree with 100%. He made a comment that we're going to burn clean, beautiful coal. Really, dude? Really? Uh, you know, he said some shit about veterans, and then he tried, and then he had to... Wait, you what's know, your hang-up on the coal? The It's not clean, and it's not beautiful. It's coal. It's not clean, beautiful coal. It's dirty as fucking nasty shit. I mean, go go scrape the, your fireplace. Yeah. You know, that that's what's going into the atmosphere, and...
1: You know, as far I, as like you're just talking about like oil and gas stuff like that. Yeah, or? I mean
0: he just he just makes a few bonehead do remarks, you do you, know? you
1: um and we can we can stop the politics. No, we like what do you are you against? Like, are you on the electric
0: car train or? Because I mean, you have the caddies. Like, I drive a, My my, my real prized vehicle that has value is a nine as a not a ninety three. It's a 2000, 2016 F two fifty. Yeah, it's been tuned and deleted. Deleted deleted you know it's gonna roll some coal yeah it really is so am i sitting here telling you that i'm a you know climate evangelist no i'm not yeah but i do know when you put black stuff in the atmosphere it does tend to put a dome on it you Mm -hmm. know and, and that could cause some global warming it could cause some extra heat and at the end of the day it's really just not good to breathe you sure. know what I mean? Because when I stand behind my F two fifty hooking up a trailer, like it, it's intoxicating. It really is. It's not yeah. good for you.
1: The the um man, I, I don't know. i the, the the thing I'm hung up on right now is how much they're pushing electric vehicles. And I'll go a little like just a little conspiracy, not too much. But like if you go back to the COVID days, you know, like imagine if they have already put these regulations into where their electric car is kind of controlled by the central database. They can do updates, they can shut it down, whatever the fuck they want to do. So right. if they're like, we don't want to believe in You're not fucking leaving. We're shutting the cars down. I agree. The thing that – the reason I'm hung up on it is the fact of – I don't know if you've heard much about um, carbon capture, but, like, that's a real thing that sucks the pollution out of the air. And the fact – I'm not upset of the fact that they're pushing electric cars. I think it's good. I think it would be cool to have people make their own decision and to be there. But to, like, regulate not selling them is, like, a little concerning to me because, like, if we're focused on, like, solving the problem of pollution – at least bring carbon capture up. Like, there's not a lot of people that really are familiar and like understand what it is. I'm like, well,
0: didn't Elon say that he paid somebody 100 million dollars to, to figure out how to car- carbon capture? I don't know. Did he? I think so. Um, like, look, banning the water heater that runs on gas. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm not about that life. Yeah. Banning my stove because it runs on gas. That's
1: going up in like the Northeast right now, right? I, it's in conversation. Yeah, I mean. It, I'm not
0: really interested in giving up my gas stove, mm-hmm. but you know, if it makes sense financially for me, then I might do it. That's why they start throwing taxes at you right. to, to try to, to try to get you to move off to it. But, um, but do you ever concern that like
1: them incentivizing you to go that route is them exercising another the right form control of control? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. That's what gets me like, yes, do, do you, like, do you sleep well at night if you take that incentive?
0: Um, the control thing First of all, you're not going to control Ryan Jackson very well. Like, I don't think it, so like, <laughs> it, 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 I, like, look, I a country boy is going to survive. Yeah. Um. I I agree that we do need to start pulling some carbon emissions. The controlling thing, it, it can happen. I mean, I went and looked at a house on Saturday that I almost bought yesterday, but they pussyfooted around and went to auction today. Unfortunately, but the solar system was turned off. Like what the fuck? How do you turn a solar system off? They're like, yeah, we didn't pay the bill, so they killed it. It was a te- had a Tesla battery and everything. Mm-hmm. So if they can kill your solar, they can kill your 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 electric vehicle for sure. So yes, I a hundred percent agree with that, and that's why you all, I will always have some kind of combustible engine for transportation, um, forever. Yeah, because if they can do that, then what happens when they start sh- shutting off the gas pumps? They start shutting off the gas pumps. Now you have they have a hundred percent control.
1: Yeah, and that's what, like, and, and I think the short-term effect that i concern concerned about, because I like to fish, I like to do all the, you know, outdoor stuff, like, four-wheelers, shit like that, and it's like, those still are going to be gas. So what happens to those things if, you know, we start, it, the, the other thing is, like, even if you don't fully shut it down, like, it's going to be so fucking expensive that we, no one can afford to right. do stuff that really is, like, I don't right. know, almost feels like our right, you know, like, it's...
0: Yeah, I mean, it, they're saying that this is the hottest summer on on, on record, ever yeah i mean it's pretty damn hot is that concerning that is yeah so a little bit i'm a little concerned about it it might just be a hot a hot summer 2018 was a really hot summer Mm -hmm. extremely hot summer but the summers in between were really hot summers too you know are we talking a difference of a couple degrees you know i mean is it killing the coral because it's a couple degrees I, I, degrees I i
1: think it's hard to pinpoint it though right because like i don't like i I mean i just don't understand really how the world ages over time and shit too like maybe we just move closer to the sun like i don't know like i was
0: yeah i mean there's an ice age can we have another ice age probably
1: yeah like i I mean it's i don't know I, i i don't deny that it i think that it is getting a little hotter and shit like that but it's like I, I man, I don't know. Like, I think that the solutions to them should take a lot of time to figure out because, like, we got to figure out what the fuck's causing it, you know, yeah. before we start like giving people the power or control to just shut us down. Like, that's because yeah. that's crazy, man. I had a real problem with with the way they went about it in 2020. I try to refrain from
0: yeah I, the words because was, platforms don't like it. But he, thinks, <laughs> he says Greg Abbott's one of the best best governors, and you know, in the country, and, and, and he is. He is one of the best governors. In but here's my asterisk. He shut us down. Yeah. He shut us down. And I wasn't really happy about that.
1: DeSantis think, handled it well, he, like the best.
0: Yeah, I think he did. I mean, I think even he he shut it down because everybody was shutting down. But, you know, at the end of the day, these governors, they they have they have a state to run. But they also, like, how many of those guys were in the last pandemic?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: None. Yeah. It was 100 years ago. Yeah. You know, so how do you take a modern world through a pandemic? That we've never been through before right so it's a whole bunch of uh, I don't I just don't know I hope I'm making the right decision.
1: another another thing too that I um I liked about DeSantis over Abbott not to say that Abbott doesn't care about these issues but you know when DeSantis DeSantis made it very clear about how the borders are being weak there's Chinese shell companies that are buying up American soil and you know taking our like our country is getting taken out from under itself I'm not saying Abbott didn't care about those things, but I like the way like it's a good stance for him as a president, potential president, because of like he made people very aware of it, and I wish that Abbott would have been a little more out there about some of those issues because it's important, you know. Yeah,
0: guys, can we take a five minutes? Yeah, break? let's do that.